And we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. We're back after a three-week hiatus. I'm Dylan Bird, here along with my co-host, Ryan Winthrop. We got a few interesting topics to talk about today. Um, look, it's 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 very rare that we get something to talk about uh, with, with Survivor just completely in a dead zone. No, no filming so far for seasons 41, 42. Haven't seen a new new content at all since uh season 40 winners at war in may so it's been uh, already been like six months which is pretty crazy um i'm just I, I can't wait to get back to the recaps to we have so much planned also for when the next um you know new season comes out so you know we're just waiting on that like we said in the past every two or three weeks we are going to try and get you some new content to watch so here we are and how are you doing ryan I'm good, Dylan. It's always great to talk to you. Can't believe it's been uh, three weeks. It, it feels like a lot longer. It's insane. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's been a long off season. We still have a long way to go, but I do enjoy these times where even with a break here and then, we can still talk about Survivor, one, one of our favorite shows. And yeah, we have a couple things to cover today. Um, looking forward to discussing it. One of the things actually involves seasons 41 and 42, which we actually mentioned to you guys in the audience that if there was ever any news about the season, whether it's about the theme, about the uh, the castaway, the twist, anything at all, we would go live to talk about it in addition to our topic today. Yeah, I mean, and there was an article that came out the other day um, that discussed some changes that are being made for season 41 and 42. Um this is that de- it's definitely good news. What, you know, what, what, what came out. And I'm hoping that in addition to what came out about season 41 and 42, that we'll shortly be hearing possibly potential themes for 41 and 42 as well. So we could elaborate on that as well. But Ryan, do you want to get to get right to it and tell everyone what exactly did come out in terms of news for seasons 41 and 42? Yeah, absolutely. So basically, one thing that CBS announced, I believe, yesterday, if not, it may have been Monday. I feel like all the days are still blending together due to COVID. Um, Basically, CBS had a big announcement that they're setting new diversity goals for their reality shows, including shows like Survivor and Big Brother, where Survivor casts moving forward will now aim to be at least 50% people of color or BIPOC, Black and Indigenous people of color. Um... I'll mention a little bit about it now, but I want the article and the uh, people involved to speak for themselves. So if anybody wants to learn more, I highly encourage you to go check out um, Martin Holmes on Twitter, I think at Redmond Survivor and Dalton Ross, I think at Dalton Ross. But basically, like it says in the article, you know, there has been a big push for diversity, especially after season 40 and then given the current climate happening right now in the world. Um, and that actually is why I also want to recognize those who are involved in the survivor diversity campaign. So former survivors like uh, Bryce, Jatia, Wendell, Jamal, Sabrina, um, I think they're on Twitter as well, at Surv, S-U-R-V, diversity. And they basically had a big push to um, have more representation on our TV screens for shows like Survivor. And we're also bringing this up, not just because like Dylan said, it's great news and important for the show, but like we said, we're mentioning any news about upcoming seasons to keep everybody informed. And according to Martin Holmes, it says in the article that, you know, even though the casting for 41 and 42 wrapped up earlier in 2020, pre-COVID, they're now doing some changes and recasting to align with these new diversity initiatives. And that's going to be a new goal in mind moving forward. And people are getting callbacks and they're kind of rearranging some casting finals. So hopefully, like Dylan said, once Survivor is back on our TV screens, 
um, the cast will reflect this. So I think it's great news. Yeah, I'm happy to see that, you know, push for change was made and it was successful. So, I mean, always good to see when people, you know, have, have certain goals or want changes to be made and then what their efforts actually come true. CBS had listened to what they had to say. So that was, that was definitely great to see. And it's also great to see that this will be reflected in the new season, whenever that may be. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I would say this, you know, regardless of any thoughts or opinions that people have about different seasons or about whatever, I always find the best seasons, obviously we want great gameplay. We want strategy. We want flashy moves. We want the works. We're watching, we're watching a TV show first and foremost, but I think we just want, and this is one reason why I love David versus Goliath. We want characters. And I think if you bring together people from all walks of life, you make it a more even playing field. You make it really just a, like, like a survivor intentionally was like a social experiment. It's like when season one, where else are you going to see an executive like Richard Hatch interact with a truck driver like Sue Hawk? to interact with the Marine, like Rudy Bosch and like uh, Jervis, um, the big city guy who can't swim. And then you have um, Kelly Wigglesworth, who's a river guide, but then she gets beat by Jervis in the water. So that's what we want. We want a social experiment where people can interact from all walks of life. So I'm, I'm excited to see what new casts come forward post this initiative. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it. So good for CBS, good for Survivor, and good for all those that were involved that pushed for the change. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. So that being said, that's our 40 season 41 and 42 news, new survivor news. Hopefully we get more sooner rather than later. Unfortunately, I mean, I don't think we're going to get that news until probably around February or March when they do start filming the new seasons, season 41 and season 42. I have a feeling that um that, that they just they just decided to that it was too much just to push for a filming of a season in the fall and that they would just, you know what, we'll just go and wait until the normal TV schedule would resume in yeah. March. And they're just going to go with that schedule and we're going to get survivor probably in the fall of, you know, next fall, I should say. So 10 months from now, and then another season next spring, not, well, not next spring, the spring after would be yeah, 20, 2022, but yeah. So, all right, we got a little bit of time, but a little bit of time to wait for that, but let's get right into what we're going to talk about today. And that is survivor filming locations. So there's a lot we want to talk about. We want to go over the locations that have been, that, that the show has been filmed at for its first 40 seasons, talk about which ones we loved, which ones we didn't love. And then also talk about which filming locations we think are possible going forward. If survivor does indeed move on from Fiji at some point, currently they have a contract with Fiji, I believe through season 42, so they've actually filmed seasons 33 through 40 all in Fiji. I have a feeling that it's possible that that could change after the contract ends, but we'll have to see. But I thought that, you know, locations is something that we haven't talked about that much, um, especially because the modern day survivor is not focused on location that much. So we'll talk about that right now. So let's get right into it, Ryan. What's your general take on locations and which locations have you liked the most out of it, the 40 seasons of Survivor? You know, I think it's interesting, Dylan. I think that this boils down back to that age-old discussion that people have sometimes of, are you a new school fan or are you an old school fan? If you're a new school fan, you're going to care more about the gameplay. You're going to care more about the fast-paced strategy, the the pace of the game, the voting blocks, the trust clusters, whatever you want to call it. The theme and the twist will matter more to you than the actual location. They could be in Fiji. They could be in the Philippines. They could be in Palau. They could be in Alaska for all you care. As long as you're getting that fast-paced gameplay, that's what you want to see. But if you're more of an old school fan, then you kind of want to see Survivor as it was in its infancy stage. You want to see the location. You want to see 
the adventure, the social experiments, just unique locales. And I think obviously then if you're the best of both worlds and you're kind of like a mid-school fan or a fan who sees themselves in both worlds like I do, you can enjoy both having a great location but also having a fast-paced game. So, you know, location isn't the be-all and end-all, but I would say if they say to me season 41 will not be in Fiji, I would I would be all for it, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I love the fast gameplay and that's truly what I care about more. Um, but that being said, I think that if they combined a new location with that great gameplay, it could take the show to even another level. So I hope to see new locations in the future and we're going to get, we're going to get right to that right now. Yeah. So you want me to start off with just one that was one of my favorites? Yeah, for sure. Sure. All right. So I feel like I have to go with the, the, the chalk pick here. One that I think everybody loves, not just in terms of the location, but also the season itself. I'm talking about survivor China. Um, I really do think, and I know we're going to co- cover a couple today, but I have to say, not only is Survivor China one of my favorite seasons, maybe in like my top 10, top 15, um, the location is easily one of my favorites for a lot of reasons. Um, I just think first and foremost, I always love Dylan when, you know, listen, it's really pretty and scenic when you're on the beach and you can see the sunset and you're fishing in the ocean, but it's always cool to see when it's a non-island-like location. So in China, I think the location was the Zeyland Reservoir in uh Jiangxi, China. I look, definitely looked that up. I did not memorize that. Um, but essentially, you know, they're not in an ocean. They're essentially on a giant lake and they have to do different things for, you know, fishing and food and whatnot. But, you know, just the fact that they open up with a Buddhist ceremony and tribal council is not its usual, you know, stone setting. It's like in a giant replica of a temple. Everything about Survivor China just really felt so unique from every season following it. Yeah, I I mean, I, I have to agree with you there. I think that, you know, you're so at this point, we're so used to seeing the beach, the beach scene of Survivor. Um, but I think that when there's no ocean and not really a beach, it's just kind of like a lake um, somewhere in the middle of China. I think that that's definitely unique. And if you go back and watch it now, it's it's almost like a breath of fresh air. You're like, wow, like this is a pretty cool location. And like you get some like culture stuff also in there. So it's it's pretty cool to see for sure. Now, one location that I really like, and I'm sure you agree with me, and I'm sure most Survivor fans agree with me, is Pearl Islands. I thought was great. Yeah. Um, I believe the Pearl Islands are are in Panama. I could be wrong with yeah, that. No, you're right. I, okay. I yeah. I, I yeah. So Pearl Islands, Panama. Those were. I mean that that was great. I mean the whole the whole pirate theme to go along with it. Now you mentioned like in China there was a lot of like Chinese culture that went along with it. Um, and that like added to the season and this in Pearl Islands, it was like a whole pirate theme and a lot of like that type of stuff added to the season. So I think that the location of Pearl Islands adds added to that, the fact that that was such a good season, like that, it, one of the reasons was because of the location in my opinion, and because of that pirate theme. So I think that if, if survivor wants to do something to go back to what people you know, first felt to when people first fell in love with the show. I think that location is one thing that they could easily do because this way you don't have to switch up the gameplay and go back to the basics. Like people say they want to see it back to the basic seasons. Let's face reality. That's never going to happen because no one is watching. If we get the product that we saw in season one, unless, except for your diehard fans. But if you go, go to a crazy location and make it a little bit more about survival with gameplay, I think that you get the viewers who love the old school and you still get those new school viewers as well. So I think that this would possibly be a great idea going forward for Survivor to possibly go to one of these great locations and have some great themes 
but what other locations have you liked, you know, throughout the, throughout the 20 years of survivor? Yeah, for sure. I was just going to uh, add on to your point. I definitely agree. I feel like if they want to make the season feel unique, um, independent of anything else, and even beyond the gameplay, you need to have either that theme or that hook that really, you know, makes it stand out. You say, I remember that season. I may not remember, you know, who came in seventh. I may not remember every single move, but I remember that season for X, Y, Z. And I think uh, before we get to other seasons, I was going to say, China, I mean, for Pearl Islands, who could forget with the pirate theme, the way they open it up with, um, you know, they go to the village and they're given some money to barter and buy some supplies. And then you have Sandra speaking Spanish and Rupert stealing shoes. Like it's such an iconic way that you open up the show. And that's why Pearl Islands is some of people's favorite seasons of all time. Um, and actually, Dylan, I have to ask you really quickly. Do you think they, they made the Pearl Islands pirate theme first and then they found Rupert? Or do you think they found Rupert and then made the pirate theme? Because there's no way it's a coincidence that Rupert is on the pirate season. Like I don't, I don't find I think, that to be a coincidence. I think they whatsoever. made, I think they had the pirate theme in mind and then they were like, they saw Rupert and they were like, Oh, I mean, perfect fit. <laughs> so they, they had the Pearl Islands pirate theme. They're walking through Indiana and they see a guy and they're like, we need that guy on survivor <laughs> right yes, now. Yes, 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 yes. Um, actually funny fact. Did you know that Rupert once ran for, uh, uh Indiana governor? I did. I did see that. (laughs) Your fun fact of the day. Um, (laughs) But no, I really just think uh, the Pearl Islands was so memorable for that reason. And same thing with China. And this is going to tie into a couple other locations we're going to get into, Dylan. But I think that also bleeds into the challenges as well. Because when the challenges fit that theme, the season becomes even more memorable for its location. Like China, you had, you know, the the cannon obstacle course and then shooting the the cannonballs to hit targets and battleship and sunken treasure. Pearl Pearl Islands, you mean? What's up? Pearl Islands. You said China for that. Yeah, Pearl Islands. Well, I'm, I'm getting Pearl to China, but uh, yeah, that's Pearl Islands. Right, right. And then you had the uh, the obstacle course over the giant shipwreck, and then of course China. Who could forget that iconic um, uh, Chinese dragon barrel that Courtney won when you were just sitting on the barrel, not doing anything. The the fireworks and the chopsticks, the gate crashers, the Chinese dragon, uh, the, the the shurikens, the meteor hammers. Like, there's so many amazing challenges that make these seasons even more memorable. Balancing plates and stuff like that, also Balancing plates. Yeah. So I like, I, like that's, that's, I think that's what survivor has gotten away from a little bit because look, the truth is that the new school fans love the gameplay, but maybe they could bring in some of the older fans if they do go to a, you know, a unique location in the future. Um, now, one thing that we mentioned is that we think it's interesting when it's not like a beach and another season that wasn't a beach was token teens and token teens. I mean, that was pretty much all dirt. It was like they were almost in like a desert. That's that's really what it was. Um, and then they had um, Exile Island, which was like just like a literally, literally just like a, a mound of dirt. Like that's that's yeah. what it was. And I think that 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 was so interesting. That was also just a beautiful like landscape to watch. So, and I think that when you think of like the iconic characters that came out of that season, like Coach. And Ty, like I think that coach was somebody who fit like perfectly into that landscape because oh yeah, Token Teens is kind of like a like a jungle, and he was just like w- he was one with the nature of that season. Whereas if he had just debuted on Fiji, of course you still get the iconic character that is Coach. But I think that the fact that Coach was in Token Te- Token Teens, it was just like he just blends it in with the crazy nature that was Token Teens. But that's another location I really like as well. But you, you bring up a great point with Coach. I was going to mention him actually. I feel like. You know, you're right. If Coach has that really amazing episode on Exile Island, the, the martyr approach, um, you're right. If, th- if that was like the Exile Island from Gabon or from Panama or from uh, 
uh, Sam Wandel. So like wh wh wherever the Exile Island was from, yes, maybe Coach would have had that really uh, great montage, that great monologue. I completely think it happens either way, but you're right. The fact that Coach is who he is, like he's such that he's such a unique individual, and the fact that you see this big landscape of the desert with the hills and the dunes, and Coach has like that dragon-shaped stick, and he's just and he, it's almost like he's wandering the desert on a quest. Like the, and that's the point. The location added to it. It wasn't, you know, the biggest draw or it didn't make everything perfect, but, you know, it really added to the uh, the moments, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I completely agree with that. And talking about the latest season that we've had, I think the, the latest season that, that we've had that has blended in culture and location is, and a lot of people forget this because the beach kind of looked like Fiji is Cambodia where they did have, they did blend in a lot of the Cambodia culture. There was a reward where they went to the temples. They did um, when I believe when they were walking, it, like when the show first, like, you know, premiered, I believe that they did walk through like Cambodia, like a, like a village as well. Um, the temples maybe even also. And then obviously just like the, as I said, the rewards were part of it. So that, that was like the last kind of culture blend that we've had from you know survivor and i think that they got they got to get back to some of that but yeah cambodia i thought was a good location also any other ones that you want to touch on yeah no i actually had a couple others that i wanted to mention but you're right uh cambodia was so beautiful i think the philippines not only are they both great seasons cambodia and philippines but the location i, I think philippines is, is a stunning location and you're right the fact that they walked through angkor wat that's the temple that they walked through when they started the game was it was really, you know, symbolic, you know, because I, I think this temple symbolizes like, you know, a journey or, or a second chance or another quest in your life. So I just love when it's very symbolic. And actually speaking of symbolic, I want to get to Palau. I think Palau, I know Dylan, you've mentioned that Palau on, on a rewatch maybe isn't as exciting as the first time just due to the decimation of uh, Oolong by Karor. But I do think that, you know, it's like a metaphor in a way because the theme of Palau, like the theme of Pearl Islands is pirates. Palau had like a, a war theme. And the challenges were involved in like an obstacle course and a gauntlet and footlockers and Morse code and sumo wrestling. It just was a lot of that war type mentality. And I think even if you look at the Palau logo, you, you see like the, the plane and shipwrecks, you know, under the water from famous, I think, World War II battles or whatever it was. Um, but it really was ironic because it's not lost upon me, Dylan, that, you know, this was a war where Karor just completely decimates Oolong. And, you know, this is the only season without a merge where Stephanie just joins Karor because there's nowhere else to go. They just completely won the battle. And Jeff Probst has also said uh, Palau is one of his favorite uh, filming locations. Just the islands of Palau are stunning. The water is crystal clear. So I think that's another great one. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree about I mean, maybe, maybe not the outcome of the gameplay, yeah. but, the, but the actual location and war theme I thought was extremely good. Now, mm -hmm. what are some locations that you were not as much of a fan of um, compared to the ones that we just spoke about? Yeah. You know what's funny? I, I love most of the, the, the locations. Obviously, I know the show really well, so I could pick out and place every one. But one that I seem to recall that I just I never really thought was... I don't want to say not pretty, because obviously I think all the locations are great countries to film in, but maybe on the television screen it didn't come off as like that natural beauty that maybe token jeans had or Gabon or China or uh, Pearl Islands. I thought any seasons filmed in Nicaragua were not maybe the most exciting. Like, I feel like if you think back to Nicaragua, that actually covers four seasons, Nicaragua, Redemption Island or back to back. 
and then Sam Wandel, Sir, and Worlds Apart are back-to-back. So those four are all filmed in Nicaragua. And I think if you go back and you look at the footage, especially in San Juan del Sur, it almost looks like it's fall. Like, I don't want to say that it was like a dry season versus like a wet season, maybe with the weather, but it almost looks like the fall right now where there's no leaves on the trees and they're just kind of like bare branches. And it looks, it doesn't look as like as full of life, maybe not as vibrant. So I would say that for me is maybe one of my least favorites. Yeah, I think you actually make a good point. And like, I never really, I don't think I, like, I thought about that when I was watching those seasons. But now that I think back to like Worlds Apart, like it was, it was just like, it wasn't the same as Fiji. I really, I really like Fiji, by the way. I want to, I want to do want to point that out. Is yeah. That Fiji's, oh, Fiji, yeah. Fiji is a great location, like for sure. But when you've been there for eight straight seasons now, you know, it could be time to move on soon. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, in terms of spe- speaking about other locations, like you said, I've pretty much liked almost all the locations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the few that you mentioned, I think are ones that didn't stand out as much. Um, but then again, you, th- there's there's been other seasons that haven't really stood out a ton, Micronesia, Heroes, Villains. But I think that those seasons were so focused on the actual storylines that it did not matter for the location. Do you know you know what I mean that, by that? Yeah, no, no I, I think I get what you're saying. Sometimes if it's like a season that's so monumental with the theme, you kind of think more about the players and the cast and the um, the gameplay versus the the, um, the location. I will say. Here's versus villains and Samoa were both filmed in Samoa. And I think yeah. that, you know, I think when I think back to the to two seasons, especially with some of the water and the geysers and the rocks, I think I remember Samoa more for its location and here's versus villains more for the storyline and the gameplay. Um, but I, I, I do, I do see your point though. Sometimes if it's, you know, a fast paced game, especially like some, even like with Cambodia where Cambodia, the Philippines is really beautiful. But once you get past the first few episodes and there's so much happening in second chance, you almost like lose sight of what's happening in the actual background. Right. I, yeah, I mean, that's, but I, I think that if, like I said before, if they could, they could have great gameplay seasons and still have great location seasons. For example, token chains, they just need to reinvigorate the importance of the location in order to make that happen. And that's, you know, injecting a theme. So I think that when you think of now, now moving on here to, to our next topic, now thinking of potential future locations, we want places that are not only like beautiful places to go, but also places that have some kind of theme that you could do with it. And one that came to my mind immediately was Madagascar. I think that that would be a great location for Survivor to film. Now, now for me, I don't know what it's like for other people. For me, the first thing I think of when I think of Madagascar is the is the movie. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> what else would you think of? But, but like ever, but 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 like Madagascar is it's actually like like it, like I don't want to say it's actually like that, but it is like it's full of like there's a ton of wildlife and it's beautiful in Madagascar. I actually have a friend that went there um, for I think for an extended period of time and. It I've seen so I've seen pictures of it and it's a really really nice place and I think that they could do a good theme with Madagascar because it's like when you say Madagascar you think of like an exotic type place um, and that's really what it is so I think that that's one location that would be in my mind if I was if I was choosing a future location yeah no I definitely think that Madagascar is one that I had on my list as well I just think any country in Africa or South America are ones that I would love to see because when you think of seasons in Africa, you think of Survivor Africa, of course, and you think of Gabon. 
and then with uh, South America, you think of um, token chains. And you're right, Dylan. I think Madagascar would provide a great exotic location with a lot of wildlife and a lot of great locales to film. Um, but, and even if it wasn't Madagascar, even if it was mainland Africa, like Gabon, I really think that would be beautiful as well. I, I still remember, you know, Gabon with the elephants and the gorillas. Like, it really just was such a unique location that we really hadn't seen. And it was crazy if you think about the timing where uh, Gabon was the first season to be filmed in HD and everything else was standard definition before Gabon. I feel like when you see like those, the, the hills and like the valleys of Gabon, the colors just pop. So I feel like those countries in Africa or South America would, would both, be, both be great choices. And I feel like it would add that sense of adventure and danger back into the game. Like if anybody didn't watch Survivor Africa or it's been many years since you watched, you know, they were literally in Kenya where it was it was actually Kenya. It wasn't like it was a private reserve where they were safe. You know, they they had the CBS had to basically build pre-made fences and enclosures around a big radius to keep to keep the castaway safe from wild animals. And they actually required the tribes to keep a fire going and have at least two people on watch at all times. So I feel like, you know, if you have a location, and obviously for safety reasons, it's maybe not the easiest to do when you compare it to Fiji, of course, but I feel like that sense of danger, but adventure would be really cool to go back to. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, I'll try to get a screen share up here, but like, hold on, let me get uh, right, right here. Okay. Let's bring this up. Let's see. All right. So like, that's, that's a picture I brought up in Madagascar and that's <laughs> like, just, just look at that right there. So obviously if you're listening, um, to yeah, the film, can't, you can't see what I'm you can't see what I'm bringing up here on the YouTube um on the YouTube version of this but this is like imagine seeing this in the background of like a survivor season like immediate you immediately just a unique 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 landscape like I mean no, no other place looks like that you know what I mean like that's that's <laughs> the type of place that makes that makes yeah. a location very memorable you know what's funny and don't call me a nerd Dylan but I actually know what those trees are called so if anybody is listening yeah. to the podcast and you didn't see what Dylan flashed on the screen if you go on Google and you type in Madagascar uh, baobab, so B-A-O-B-A-B, that's the kind of trees they are. And they're like, they're big giant trees with thick trunks. Um, you can kind of see what Dylan was, was referring to. But yeah, like a location like that would be so cool. Jeff says, come on, come on in, guys. You see some kind of challenge where the camera pans over those ba baobab trees. And it, it kind of also made me think of Philippines a little bit too with, with like the rice fields and like, you know, that low level marshland. That would be a great location. Um, but I guess since you mentioned Madagascar, I guess I'll pick one specific one that I want to see. Um, let's see. I was thinking something in like Southeast Asia, maybe like in India or Sri Lanka, because then you can get back into that type of sur survivor China theme where you focus a lot on the culture. Maybe there's a great story or a great um, you know, myth that you can kind of build some challenges or some twists off of. I feel like if it has a lot of like deep rooted culture, maybe India or Sri Lanka would be good locations. Maybe. Yeah, I agree with that. And India has a lot of like open farmlands and like flat land as well. And as well as I believe that there's like mountains out of mountain out there also. So they, there's just many different ways you go with that. So I agree. I agree with that. And it's a good place for culture as well. Mm -hmm. um, now, if I'm thinking now this one that I have in mind here, I believe I, I came up with the, I, I believe I'm thinking of this because I believe once upon an Island, the YouTube channel made mm -hmm. a video on it for his theoretical ideal season. But I think Greece would be another great location. Mm. Now I don't know. I don't know 
if it's if that's possible like if there's enough space in greece but i guess there's probably an open beach somewhere um and, and i mean i would be i'm sure the mediterranean the mediterranean has like one place to go yeah i mean there's probably a bunch of islands off there as well but um i think like and this is and i'm giving once upon an island complete credit here because he thought of this idea but i wanted to bring it up um almost like a greek olympics type type theme would be pretty interesting as well so I, I think that that Greece is not only one of the like most beautiful places in the world, but it, it lends to culture stuff as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Greece. Um, if, if you go on Google and you just look, you look up like Greece islands or Greece remote islands, you see how gorgeous it is. Um, and that actually makes me also think of Guatemala and this, it's kind of like a weird segue, but I, I don't know about you Dylan, but in high school and middle school, I loved history and I love learning about like mythology and all the old stories. And just seeing Guatemala with like the Mayan temple ruins is really cool. Imagine, like you said, with um, Once Upon Island, you have not only like a Greece theme where there's like some Olympic like challenges or some really um, Athenian or Spartan really cool uh, tie-ins. Imagine if there was like a lot of mythology in there about the different like Greek gods or some Greek uh, folk tales. I feel like that would be a really great idea. I would love to see them go to the Mediterranean personally. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I completely agree. Again, another one that lends itself to a great culture. Yeah. One location that I don't think they would go back to, I know that this was planned back in like season three. Um, did you know that they once were going to film in Jordan, Dylan, in uh, Survivor Like Arabia? Wow. Well, so, okay. So first of all, so, okay. Yeah, actually, I I did not know that. You could you could go on and then I have, I have actually a story mm -hmm. about that. So basically I was going on, you know, different sites and just doing my research for tonight's podcast. And I, it sounds like season three or four. So either right before Marquesas or right after Marquesas, somewhere in the early seasons of Survivor, CBS was considering going to Jordan. If you go to Jordan, it kind of has, you know, if you, if you think of Petra and you think of great desert stone type of locales, I think it'd be a really beautiful and unique location. Um, they were actually considering about going to Jordan. I think Mark Burnett and some of the uh, cast and crew read read about some stories and about the culture to really understand the beauty and the history of the land. But I think due to what happened, um, you know, with 9-11 uh, in 2001 and with a lot of just changes that happened in the world, it obviously did not come to pass. And I think the show just really wanted to avoid any types of potential issues. Um, you know, that being said, I really think like that, uh, is a really unique location and I give the show credit for trying to look for really unique and beautiful locations that would not only provide interesting gameplay and great locales, but maybe would showcase the, uh, like the history of the land. So it's interesting that you bring that up because the Middle East did not even cross my mind, but I've actually been to the Middle East because I was in Israel, not that, not this past summer, but the summer mm -hmm. before in 2019. Yeah. Israel is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. I mean, and just, and there's so much, if you want to have like a desert type location, I mean, that would be really, really cool. I've actually stayed in tents in the desert um, in Israel as well. They're mm -hmm. called the Bedouin tents. And they are basically, it's like, it's, it's like you would kind of imagine it. Like you're literally in the middle of a desert. There's nothing but sand. And there's just like tents. Like that's what it is. It's like a little tent community. Um, that's the closest I've ever been to feeling like I'm on survivor, <laughs> but like, it's, it's completely obviously like other than like the lights in the community, it's pretty much pitch black, um, just sand and desert for miles. So I think that 
going to the Middle East is a really, really interesting idea mm-hmm. um, in terms of just like the landscape. I also speak. Um, yeah, I actually have not been to Israel. I have a confession to make. I have not traveled that much. I I would love to travel in the future. So anytime I hear somebody say, "Oh, Israel's beautiful, Greece is beautiful, um, Italy's amazing," I want to go to all these countries. I know, given the current uh, state of the world, that's not possible. But <laughs> I've always wanted to travel, so I'm excited to go to all these places. Um, maybe maybe a bucket list for a Survivor fan would be traveling to like each country that the show is filmed in. Then maybe that'd be like yeah. a bucket list. Um, one location I think would be really cool as well, Dylan, um, is New Zealand. You know, now I, I, that, was, that was the next. That was the next uh, one written down on my list. I, yeah, know, I, I literally have. I literally. So I, I have a double monitor set up right here. Yeah. I literally have pictures of New Zealand on, on my computer right now, ready to screen share. Actually, so that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah you, you can screen share it. Yeah, yeah New, New Zealand is is beautiful. Just while Dylan's talking about it. Um, Basically, and it's funny because I used to watch back in the day Amazing Race. I haven't watched Amazing Race in years, but I used to be really into it. And the host, uh, Phil Kogan, is from New Zealand. And I think once or twice the show went through there and I I was like, wow, New Zealand is gorgeous. Um, And obviously New Zealand in terms of the world's layout is right by Australia. And I feel like New Zealand, if you have a picture, Dylan, would be perfect for Survivor. Yeah, I'm getting uh getting the pictures up right now. I'll see what I could do here. Um hmm. not working that well. Give me give me a second here. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, I, I just New Zealand is is very like low key one of these like stunning places that that if you were to like if you were to pick a place to film a show, New Zealand would be up there so i'm trying to get these pictures right now not working that well mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> wait uh oh up oh, am i frozen no no you're good you're good okay okay yeah i all right so let's see what we could get here if not if i can't get this within the next like two seconds then i'm just gonna move on mm-hmm. but um what what like else do you yeah I, I can't get a picture up right now but all right New Zealand basically if you don't know anything about it it's like a combination of like beautiful lakes and mountains like it's just like an absolutely beautiful site so New Zealand would be a perfect place to film Survivor I mean it would be one of the most stunning locations they've ever been to if not the most stunning yeah I honestly like. Uh, and again, like you said, we said at the top of the show, Dylan, I feel like we're in the new school era of Survivor, fast place gameplay. If they're going to go to Fiji or they're going to go to wherever is easier for CBS, that's going to make total sense. I have no problem with it. But again, if you can find a location that just brings us, you know, a new setting and also great characters, I feel like, you know what, honestly, I feel like due to COVID, ironically, with season 40 kind of closing the book on a lot of people's stories, and Winners at War kind of ended that, like, you know, that era of Survivor. And 41, especially after this long hiatus, is going to feel almost like a little bit of a reboot. You give us a great new diverse cast and a new, new location, it's going to feel like a new reboot of the show, which is maybe what it even needs. Um, I'm sending you a quick picture right now, Dylan, because I actually follow this account on Twitter called Earth. It's just mm-hmm. called, it's at Earth, Earth. And every day they post a, a new picture of the world that's beautiful. I saw this the other day and I, and I didn't know where this was. This is a stunning location. And this is in uh, British Columbia, Canada. Um, I finally got the New, 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 New Zealand pictures if anyone's yeah. watching the stream right now. But 
it's for sure beautiful. So stunning. Just going back to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I love it. Um, but yeah, no, that, that, that picture I sent you, I think is uh, from British Columbia, Canada. And it, like, you wouldn't think that that's Canada, but I'm like, oh my God, wow. Like that, if Survivor filmed there, that's stunning. Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously as long as you're filming in Canada when it's warm outside, then it, that would be beautiful. I know people make jokes, especially with COVID, like, oh, you know, why can't we just get Survivor Las Vegas or Survivor uh, Survivor Nevada or whatever it is? But you show us a really unique backdrop. It's going to make for, I think, great TV regardless of where it is. Yeah, I mean, I I think if you were so... I Obviously, I don't think Survivor will ever happen in the U.S. No. If it were to happen in the U.S., uh nevada midwest and that's like not midwest but nevada um montana like that kind of area would probably be the best to do it if you're not doing it in hawaii or alaska so mm-hmm. but i mean i yeah i don't think that survivor will ever take place in the u.s but it is interesting to think about so we have a question in here from michael from michael he says quote could they ever do survivor in the summer on tuesday to get around Big Brother's time slot. I mean, theoretically, I guess they could, but I think that they're just going to continue on their normal schedule and do falls, springs on Wednesday nights. And I think that once they get these two seasons filmed, fingers crossed, that they get these two seasons filmed in Mar- between March and, I guess, July. So they, they film like two seasons between yeah. them. I'm hoping that we'll be back on the normal Survivor schedule. Um, yeah, so... Speaking of future themes, though, yeah, I think my prediction. So my my prediction here is that I think that they go, I think they go, um, I think they go season forty one, season forty two, both newbie seasons, and then my prediction. I've said this on the podcast before, but I think that season forty three is going to be another second chance, assuming COVID is controlled and everything, and it's easy to get people where they need to be and have people campaign to vote for them and stuff like that. And I, I think that. Second Chance 2 is coming soon, as soon as Survivor could possibly do it. So, no, I, I completely agree. I think that especially not even the fact that um, before this new diverse diversity initiative that we mentioned at the top of the show, I feel like because 40 you have winners at war, you almost need to, like I said, close the book on that chapter and start a brand new one. And I feel like you need a new player season just to kind of like reset the palettes. And I feel like that's what they did with vanuatu after all stars and nicaragua after here's versus villains and um i i, I guess co wrong and cambodia were kind of like flipped in the order but still and then even triple h after game changers when you have an all returning cast i feel like you need like some fresh faces to really um just really reset the stage and i definitely feel like with these new initiatives to have the 50 50 percent um of people of color bipoc I feel like ideal and I completely agree with your assessment. 41 will definitely be an all new player season. I have no idea what the theme will be yet, but I guess we'll find out hopefully soon. 42. I could also see being all new player seasons. Um, for some reason I could also envision like a half, a split, whether it's half or four or whatever, but I do think second chance would be 43 or 44. I think no matter what, we'll see it very soon for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. It's so annoying. Every single time we hop on this podcast, every two or three weeks, I think to myself, I'm like, all right, we should theoretically right now be not talking about theoreticals in the future. We should yeah. we should be recapping what just happened in a in a final seven or whatever it would be right now. So it is it is very frustrating. 
Or I, feel like right, I, feel, I feel like right now, since we're in the middle of November, I feel like if my math is correct, we would be like maybe an episode or two after the merge. Because the finale is usually mid-December and the premiere is usually mid-September. So I would say right now, as we approach mid-November, we're kind of heading around that merge, late merge. Maybe this is like the final nine where Tony does that crazy move against Sophie. Maybe it's like the week prior where Adam tries to get the, get the Florida Lee off the uh, the podium. I feel like you know, we're in that type of crazy merge phase and I wish that was happening right now, but hopefully yeah. soon. And I mean, I can't wait for that. So me, so yeah, me and Ryan are planning on doing some cool stuff for the next season as well. We may even add a, another podcast during the week. So we'll have two in a single week and we will obviously when the time comes months from now, we'll get into details about that, but we had so much planned and then boom, COVID. So hopefully we get some news on survivor soon in terms of themes and maybe cast and potential changes to survivor when they're going to film, who knows? Um, but yeah, this was good. I love talking about potential new locations. Yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. I'm now excited to see where they go next. And I, I actually might even go back after this podcast and maybe rewatch some of the openings or intros where, you know, Jeff kicks off the premiere and just see like where they started filming. But no, this was a lot of fun. The only last thing I had to add Dylan was, yeah, like you said, I hope, um, I hope we get news soon. I think you mentioned earlier in the podcast, you're predicting we might get news worst case around like February. I'm really hoping that if they're going to film around March or April, especially if there's a vaccine or if COVID starts to, the situation starts to improve. I know we had said in another podcast that maybe March or April, they're going to film around then and then they'll get us a fall 2021 season. And yeah, news might come in February. I'm just hoping that by December or even January, hopefully the cast has now been, especially if this, this article has said that they're finalizing some uh, callbacks, I'm hoping that we at least get a tease of the cast, a tease of the theme, a tease of a twist, anything just so we can start, you know, predicting or start making some assumptions. We could literally do an entire podcast or even two on if we get that tidbit of information, uh, like, oh. like just like a theme, like, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know when, like, let's just say that they're, let's just say theoretically. So let's just say that we're in, we're in. They normally film March and March through July, two seasons. Okay. Yeah. So let's say that theoretically, there's no, I guess theoretically, if you're, I'm trying to think. So, like, when would you, when would we, when would we find out a leak of what the cast is going to be? Like, I mean, or what, or what the theme is going to be. So, like, did they, did we know there was, pro, did we know that Island, that Island of the Idols was a thing before they, showed us in the like in the in the finale of season 38 we definitely did i feel like for years now i've i i I have known what the theme is or at least like what the gist is before we get to it like i i knew before the finale of islands of the idols i knew 40 was going to be winners at war we knew winners at war i think we also knew as edge of extinction ended we knew it was going to have like a robin sandra type of tie-in so i feel like we at least a month or two before we we always know yeah. So, okay. So maybe like, maybe even like the beginning of 2021, we'll find something out. So hopefully. I'm hoping, I'm hoping like, again, like you said, we could literally make a whole podcast or two off of it. So like, if we, let's just say we heard a rumor that Redmond, he, I heard through the grapevine, the next theme is heroes, healers, and hustlers. And that's all I heard. We could do a whole podcast on like before that aired. What does that mean? What, what does a hero mean? What does a hustler mean? You know, Dylan, who's going to do better in the game? A healer? Because they, they help people. I feel like we could easily just, we just need one thing of a tidbit and we could run the gambit on it. Yeah, completely agree. And just to tie it up here, if you don't follow us, 
Well, first of all, smash that like button. It really helps us out. Be sure to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. In addition, if you're feeling generous, be sure to give us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, any of those platforms as well. You can follow us on Twitter if you haven't already at Soul Survivor Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next time we podcast, probably around two or three weeks from now. But this was a great podcast. So, looking forward to future stuff. Yeah, Dylan, it's always great to catch up. I hope the next one is uh, soon. Like you said, maybe two, three weeks away, depending on the news or our next theme. But yeah, otherwise, this was fun. I got nothing else for people. So as uh, Hef once said upon a time, uh, grab your torches and head back to camp. Good night. Good night. Good night, yeah.